Hello, and thank you for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If you enjoy this message, we invite you to check out River of Life live this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. in Crawfordville. Visit riveroflifefl.com for service times and directions. That's riveroflifefl.com. Now, let's join Senior Pastor Henry Jones as he teaches from the Word of God. In just a few moments, we will celebrate communion together. And what a wonderful and glorious experience that is. But first, I want to talk to you about the big picture of the church, this wonderful and glorious and magnificent family called the church. And I'm not just talking about our particular church. I'm talking about the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, churches all over the world that are meeting today in His name. The first thing I want you to understand is that the word church is used over a hundred times in the New Testament. And it comes from the Greek word ekklesia. We pronounce it in English, ecclesia. And this is what it means. It, it simply means gathering or assembly or called out ones. That we are more than just a group of people who have come today and have assembled ourselves together. We are the called out ones. We are the ones who have heard the call of the Master. We're the ones who have been touched by something out of this world. We're the ones who have been drawn together. We are the ecclesia. We are the gathering together, the followers of Christ. And we make up the church, the ecclesia, the gathering, the community of God. If you please, this is His home on earth. This is where He comes. He meets with us. This is the, the ecclesia. Some of the theologians call it the church, the ecclesia system. God's gathering together system. Uh, you've heard the word in other forms. For instance, the word ecclesiastical means of or relating to the Christian church or its clergy. Now every now and then, more often than I would hope for, I'll be talking to somebody right here in this very county. I'll say, won't you come to church with us? Won't you come visit us at River of Life? Man, we'd love to have you. And that's the truth. We do want them to come. We want them to come in and experience what we're experiencing. And some man or woman will look at me and they'll say, I don't need to go to your church. I don't have to come to church. I can have church at home all by myself. I can have church out there in the woods all by myself. I can have, I, I, I can have church right by myself. Well, friends, that's just impossible. You can't have a gathering right by yourself. If you can have a gathering right by yourself, you need something more than church. You need a counselor. The word ecclesia or ecclesia means a gathering together, a community. 
It means that we come together with others of like faith and we have communion together. We fellowship together. We interact with one another. We have a common bond. The blood that unites us is thicker than the water that divides us. We're not all just alike. We don't all think just alike. We don't all have the same opinions about everything. But one thing we have in common is we have met and been touched by the blood of a blessed Savior who has called us out of a dark and dying world. And He's put us together. He is the common thread. He is the common denominator. He is the Lord, our God. And we have met together in His name. Now you can pray all by yourself. You can sing to the Lord all by yourself. You can study your Bible and do a devotion all by yourself. And by the way, you should be doing all of those things all by yourself all the time. But the one thing you cannot do by yourself is have church. You cannot have church by yourself. And make no mistake about it, friends. And this is no exaggeration. This is an understatement, if anything. But make no mistake about it. This thing called the church of the Lord Jesus Christ It's something spiritual. It's something powerful and supernatural. It's something otherworldly. The world world doesn't understand this. Man, this, this is amazing. And it is something very important and very precious in the eyes of God. And it is something that you and I cannot neglect. We cannot abandon this. And, and that's the reason the Bible tells us in Hebrews 10.25, it says, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as, the manner of, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. I love that. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. The Bible says don't, don't do that. Don't try to do this thing on your own. By the way, listen to me. You can't do this on your own. God never intended for you to do this on your own. That was never in the plan of God. It was God's plan for us to connect with one another, to encourage one another, to speak life into one another, to minister to one another, to lay hands on one another less, and to anoint with all, and to pray for one another, and to teach one another, and disciple one another, and to preach to one another. And that's what God's plan was from the beginning. Don't abandon the ecclesia. Don't abandon the assembly. You can't have church by yourself. No, friends. It is there. It is here. And it is there wherever the people of God are meeting. It is there that we meet Christ like we cannot meet Him anywhere else. There's something about the gathering of the family. It's just amazing. And according to the Bible, I'm not exaggerating. There is no exaggeration here. According to the Bible, Jesus loves the ecclesia. He loves the gathering. He loves the assembly. Listen to this. Ephesians 5.25 Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the, the church. There it is, that word in Greek again, ecclesia, English, ecclesia. He loves the gathering together. 
And he gave himself for her. Jesus died for the gathering together of those who love him. Now, I know Jesus died for you individually, and I know he died for me individually, and I know he's done all kinds of wonderful things for us individually. But friends, when we look at the cross, and when we look at the death of our Savior on the cross, we need to see something much bigger than just what he did for us individually. We need to understand that Jesus loved the assembly, the gathering together, this new community of faith which was established by God, that Jesus loved the ecclesia so much that He gave Himself for it so that you and I could experience this dynamic, collective, corporate experience together with Him. With Him. You see, friends, you and I may miss church every now and then. And by the way, don't fall out when I tell you this. But that's okay. You don't have to be in church every Sunday. People come up to me and they say, Pastor, Pastor, I'm so sorry. I can't be in church on Sunday. I'd say, don't feel bad about it, man. There's some Sundays I wish I didn't have to go to church. I said, don't feel bad about it. Enjoy whatever you're doing. And when you get back next week, come and worship with us. You see, we miss church sometimes. None of us can be here every Sunday. But I want you to get this. Don't miss this. I hope you never forget this. You and I may miss church every now and then, but Jesus never misses church. He never misses church. He's here every Sunday. And I can tell you, if you leave church bored and disappointed, then, then Jesus probably have a word to say to you when you get to heaven. Because He was there. I, I'm not exaggerating. L- listen, listen to what the Bible says. It, it says in Hebrews 18.20, it says, For where two or three are gathered together in My name, there it is again, that gathering together, in My name, I am there in the midst of them. Jesus said, if you're going to Ecclesia, if you're going to gather together, if you're going to have an assembly, if just two of you decide to get together in my name, I'm not going to miss out on it. That's what Jesus said. I will be there. I'll be there among you. He never misses church. He's always here. Every now and then somebody who has anointed themselves and ordained themselves to be super spiritual will walk out of church and say, I don't believe the Lord was there today. I've had people tell me that. Now, I've never done this before, but I want to say, oh yeah, he was there. You were the one who was not there. You were not there. You may have been there in body, but you were not there in spirit. The Bible says you'll seek him and you'll find him when you search for him with all of your heart. And there's no better place to find him than when the body of Christ has come together into one place. Wow. You feel it in the air. We talk about it all the time. You walk in and you just feel the presence of a holy God. He's here. He's here. I I love that chorus, Dallas. Dallas used to lead us in this chorus all the time. He is here. Hallelujah. He is here. Amen. He is here. 
Holy, holy, I will bless His name again. He is here. Listen closely. Hear Him calling out your name. He is here. You can touch Him. You'll never be the same. Wow. He's here, friends. He's here. And I want to I be honest with you, friends. His presence here is not dependent upon how well I preach. And by the way, aren't we glad? Aren't we glad? His presence here is not based upon how well Priscilla sings. It's not based upon how well you perform or I perform. His presence is guaranteed when two or more come together in the household of faith in His name because we know He's Lord and He's King and He's Master. That's the guarantee. He's here. Hallelujah. One of the things that should excite all of us about coming to church is we know long before we get here that He will be here. He'll be here. And we should come knowing that He will be here. It shouldn't be, I wonder if the pastor's going to preach a good sermon today. I wonder if Priscilla's going to do a good job singing and the praise team will sing good. We should come with the attitude that Jesus will be there. And by the way, you don't ever have to wonder about whether he'll do a good job or not. He always does a good job. Just seek him. Friends, this is his gathering. This is his assembly. This is his church. This is his ecclesia. He wouldn't miss it for the world. Uh, let me tell you something that bothers me sometimes is I get around church people and they seem to be all concerned about the world out there. And then I read my Bible and the Bible seems to be all concerned about the church. The church. Now I'm not saying we shouldn't care about lost people and the world and the darkness and the sin and the depravity that's going on out there, but I'm telling you friends more than anything else, we should be excited about the church and concerned about the church that we get to meet together with Him in the household of faith. He's here. Did you come this morning sick in body? He's here. He's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Did you come this morning with a broken heart? Friends, he's here. And he said, I came to bind up the brokenhearted. Did you come this morning at a crossroads and you don't know what kind of decision you should make and which one you should take? He said, trust in me with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him. And He will direct your path. Did you come to church this morning and you know that you're being held captive by some sin or some stronghold? Oh, friends, I've got some good news for you this morning. He is here. And He said, I came to open prison doors and to set the captives free. 
He's here. Did you walk through those doors earlier with a heavy burden, something that's weighing down on you, and it's so heavy, you don't know how long you can keep carrying that burden? I've got some good news for you. He's here. And He said, Come unto Me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take My yoke upon you and learn of Me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. Did you show up this morning at church looking good on the outside, but a mess on the inside? Discouraged? Depressed? so ready to just throw your hands up and give up. Friends, He's here. And He's here like you will not find Him anywhere else on the planet. Among His people, walking in the camp. He's here. And He said, I'll give you beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garments of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He's here. Did you get up this morning knowing? Sometimes nobody else knows, but we know. Did you get up this morning knowing that deep down, deep down, it is not well with your soul? Deep down, you're not sure where you would spend eternity if you died today. Oh, friend, I got some good news for you. He is here. He is here. And He's looking for you. He came seeking and searching that which was lost. And these are His words. He said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And He said, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He's here. He wants to change your life. Oh, friends, He's here and you can touch Him. And if you touch Him, You'll never be the same again. Would you bow with me in prayer? Thank you again for listening to this life-changing message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today, or you need someone to pray with you, then please let us know. You can call us at 850-926-1200 or send an email to info at riveroflifefl.com. We also encourage you to visit River of Life this Sunday at 1030 a.m. in Crawfordville. For more information, visit us at riveroflifefl.com.